This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joe Ladensami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Serdorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com. Welcome to America's Roundtable. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C. This weekend, we are truly honored to welcome to our program a great American and a principal leader, Congressman Doug Lamborn. Uh, Congressman Doug Lamborn was elected to the U.S. House of Representatives in 2006 to represent Colorado's 5th District, which is one of our nation's most military-intensive congressional districts and the home to more than 100,000 veterans who have served our country with distinction and honor. Uh, Congressman Lambert serves as a high-ranking member on the House Armed Services Committee, as chairman of the Strategic Forces Subcommittee, and a former member for 10 years of the Veterans Affairs Committee. Congressman Lambert is a co-chair of Congressional Israel Allies Caucus. And without any further delay, welcome Congressman Doug Lambert. Welcome, sir. It's great to be with you all. Congressman Lambert, October 7 will be etched in our history and in our minds as one of the darkest days for both Israel and the rest of the world. On the Jewish holiday, Simchat Torah, and 50 years to the day of the Yom Kippur War, when Arab nations attacked Israel, over 2,000 Hamas terrorists and the Palestinian Islamic Jihad terrorist group breached barriers in a surprise attack and entered Israel with a goal to target civilians. Over 1,400 Israelis were killed, including 30 Americans, men, women, the elderly, children, Holocaust survivors, and babies. Uh, stories of barbarism, decapitation, and burning of Israelis while their hands were tied take us back to the medieval days. It has been called Israel's 9-11. Uh, Congressman Lambert, what were the immediate thoughts that entered your mind when you began receiving reports of the terrorist attack on that fateful day on October 7? And is the Biden administration doing all it can to bring home the Americans held as hostages in Gaza by terrorist group? Well, like reasonable people all over the world, I was stunned at these atrocities. I was stunned at the scope of the invasion and the preparation that obviously had gone into it. Like many people, I wonder if Iran has any connection to it, either directly or indirectly, because they have supported Hamas with providing weapons and money in the past. But whether or not they were, this was a very hateful thing, crimes against humanity that Hamas did. And it shows that they are not seeking to be neighbors with Israel. They are seeking to eliminate Israel from the face of the earth and kill Jews just because they are Jews or Israelis. Uh, it's a horrible situation that cannot continue. And so I do not blame for one moment the government of Israel and the IDF wanting to eliminate Hamas as a force in the future. Now, how they do that is extremely 
challenging and complex and difficult. Uh, no one wants to see innocent bystanders harmed or even killed. Um, and Israel will do its best. By the way, they they did not commit the explosion that damaged the hospital yesterday. Uh, that has been shown to be the work of another Palestinian group, maybe intentional, maybe unintentional. We don't know. But and it did not kill 500 people. It was a lot smaller number. But yes, yes, it was still horrible. It was a horrible thing, but it was not caused by Israel. So those are the kinds of challenges, though, as you go into a small area that has two million people living in it. But somehow we need to support Israel because somehow they have to find a way to eliminate Hamas in the future. Hamas will continue to kill and destroy if they're allowed to go forward. Congressman Lambert, it appears that even though the planning of these terrorist attacks began in the spring of 2021, the timing of it is interesting. It happened during the 50th anniversary of the Yom Kippur War. And we also realized that this is the time when there was talks about the Abram Accords being expanded. Uh, in fact, uh, there was an interview with Brett Baer and MBS, known by the name of Mohammed bin Salman Al Saud. He's known as MBS, the Crown Prince and Prime Minister of Saudi Arabia. And he was saying, and I quote, every day we get closer, it seems it's for the first time a real serious one. And he also said, this may be the biggest historical deal since the end of the Cold War. That is Saudi Arabia, Israel, America coming together and Israel normalizing talks with Saudi Arabia. What would you say, Congressman Lamborn, to Saudi Arabia's leader, MBS, and the rest of the citizens in the Arab nations about the Abram Accords and the potential for peace in the region, while some are thinking about clawing back and not doing anything to expand this unique initiative? Well, it's a wonderful initiative. Uh, President Trump and Mike Pompeo helped start that on the American side, and it's a great thing, and I'm glad we have made huge strides in the countries that are already part of the Abraham Accords. We would love to see Saudi Arabia because that would be a game changer. That's the biggest and wealthiest Arab country in the world. And that would be a trendsetter and a guide and a leader for the rest of the region. So sure, Iran uh, does not want to see that happen. Iran is an opponent of peace mm -hmm. and doesn't want to see Israel allied with any of its neighbors because that makes Israel more protected and more secure. So I see this not as a coincidence, but as an intentional act to thwart the Abraham Accords. I hope if I were talking to the crown prince, I would say, be patient, wait, let Israel do what's hopefully a proportional and measured response with a minimum loss of life, and eliminate Hamas. I don't think anyone likes Hamas, including Saudi Arabia. And then we can continue the dialogue after that. Mm. Right. Uh, Congressman Lambert, America has kept strict sanctions on Iran until Obama led Iran nuclear deal in 2015, when Obama administration released $1.7 billion to Iran. 
And then a Trump administration reversed this policy and tightened the sanctions against Iran in order to prevent Iran from obtaining nuclear weapons. Now we're seeing, you know, reversal of the policy back to Obama era, where Biden administration released $6 billion to Iran in, a, in exchange for five imprisoned Americans. Uh, we are witnessing Iran's obsessive hatred toward the Jewish state. Iran's role as a state sponsor of terrorism in funding terrorist groups Hamas in the Gaza Strip, Hezbollah in Lebanon, Houthis in Yemen, and Iran's mission to enrich uranium, which can be used as a nuclear weapon. Uh, so Iran's regime is behind Hamas terrorist attacks on Israel, and Iran has breached previously signed nuclear deals. Congressman Lebron, what should America and Israel do regarding Iran's regime, which is a threat to Israel, America, and the rest of the world? Well, what Republicans in Congress are trying to do is to claw back that $6 billion. My understanding is, is that it has not yet been released. It's sitting in some Qatari or other bank accounts and could be clawed back. We need to bring that money back because Iran will only use that or free them up to use other money to support terrorism as we have seen recently. So let's bring that money back. Um, and I have to fault the Biden administration for even doing that deal in the first place and for not pushing harder against a nuclear armed Iran. Uh, and Iran is also just now able to evade or get past previous UN sanctions against ballistic missiles. And no one has renewed that at the United Nations. So Iran is doing everything it can to step forward and become better armed for destroying Israel. And they've stated that that's what they want to do. So we can't let that happen. Uh, I liked it when the Biden administration sent two U.S. aircraft carrier strike groups into the Eastern Mediterranean. That was a good sign. I, I approve of that. But they are really dropping the ball when it comes to Iran. Uh, and also, they previously dropped the ball with Saudi Arabia when they said it was a pariah country and things like that. I think they're making some steps to amend, make amends for that. So they can learn, I, I assume, but they're truly dropping the ball with Iran in horrible ways that is going to pay uh, bad, have bad results in the future. Congressman Lambert, on the U.S. front, uh, we are very concerned about the southern border. And there have been also some 1.5 million known gotaways, individuals that entered America illegally under the Biden administration, which is actually more than the number of U.S. active military personnel. And meanwhile, the fiscal year 2023 reports uh, from Customs and Border Protection, CPB, state that there were some 151 people encountered at the southern border that were on the FBI terror watch list. And it's more than the previous six years combined. They're coming in from Yemen, uh, Syria, Iran, and other dangerous places. Congressman Lamborn, is America safe with the concerns about an open border policy? And what are your thoughts about an administration failing to take the national security threat seriously? It puts us at risk. It puts our country and our people at risk. We had a quarter million people almost come into our southern border and cross into our country in September alone. That's a record. It's a bad record. And yet 
the Biden administration is doing almost nothing about this. Uh, and it's not just the undocumented people that we don't know where they come from. And you gave some good examples of of the places that uh, troublemakers can come into from all over the world. But the drugs that come in, like fentanyl, which is killing so many of our young people, uh, human trafficking victims, and the money is also empowering the cartels to commit further crimes. So there is so much wrong with President Biden's border policy. It's actually no policy. Um, and Secretary Mayorkas, I think, should be impeached for his horrible implementation of this lack of a policy. Uh, they are putting our country and our people at risk. Right. And as you said, they're putting our people at risk. Uh, since Joe Biden became president, we have endured failed Biden administration's foreign policies. Uh, 13 American service members were killed and 15 wounded in a chaotic withdrawal from Afghanistan, when over $7 billion in U.S.-funded military equipment ended up in the hands of Taliban. Then Russia's Putin invaded Ukraine. China escalated its threats towards Taiwan. NATO member Turkey established an alliance with Russia. And recently, Iran-Hamas got emboldened to attack Israel. Uh, Congressman Lamborn, how do we restore America's leadership and the policy of peace through strength, as practiced by President Ronald Reagan and President Donald Trump? Well, we need a new president in the White House. <laughs> we need to get rid of Joe Biden. And I'm not saying uh, Kamala Harris would be any better. We need to start with a clean slate coming starting with January of 2025 after the November election next year, 13 months from now. But the Biden administration needs to be held accountable. We're trying our best, hmm. but we have a Democratic Senate that is not supporting Republican House legislation where we're trying to fix the southern border and we're trying to show more strength around the world. Uh, when you show weakness, it emboldens aggressive and bad intentioned people to do worse things. That's why we see more going on with China and Russia and these other countries that you just mentioned. So we need to have leadership starting at the very top. We have great men and women in our armed forces who will do a wonderful job protecting our country. But the leadership at the top, starting with the commander in chief, is weak and vacillating and is sending the wrong messages to the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Congressman Lamborn, in these final moments, what is your message to Israel and its leaders and to our friends that have been America's closest ally? Uh, when we went through our September 11, they were with us shoulder to shoulder. We will have their back. I'll tell Israel, we will have your back. And I think Americans agree with that. And this is bipartisan. In Congress, it's very strong on both sides of the aisle. And I applaud my Democratic colleagues for joining Republicans to show support for Israel, uh, militarily, intelligence, financially, with weapon stocks that they're running out of. We can do everything we can and should while they go through this difficult time. We need to help them eliminate Hamas as a force for evil in the future. Thank you, Congressman Lambert, for joining us on America's Roundtable. Congressman Lambert serves as the high-ranking member on the House Armed Services Committee and as chairman of the Strategic Forces Subcommittee and a former member for 10 years of the Veterans Affairs Committee. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us on America's Roundtable. Thank you so much, Congressman Lambert.
You're welcome. Let's do this again sometime. Thank Thank you, you. sir. This is America's Roundtable from Washington, D.C., an initiative of the U.S.-based think tank International Leaders Summit in partnership with Lancer Broadcasting Corporation and Supertalk Mississippi Media. Thank you for joining us on America's Roundtable. I'm Joe Ladensami, your co-host, joined by economist Natasha Serdorch, co-founder of International Leaders Summit and the Jerusalem Leaders Summit. America's Roundtable guests include leading voices from business, government, media, energy, technology, healthcare, and the broad policy arena. Subscribe to America's Roundtable on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. Visit America's Roundtable at americasrt.com. americasrt.com. Follow us on Facebook, America's Roundtable, and Twitter at americasrt. We invite donors and advertisers to reach us by visiting our website, americasrt.com. Thank you.